Dum dum. There we go. Hello, everyone. Yes, we are live. Hey. We are live. So let's jump straight into it, shall we? Yes. So tonight, uh, it's a very special episode uh, because uh, every guest interview episode is special. Uh, it's even more special to me because uh, I'm happy to uh, to welcome one of my friends from uh, from my masters at uh, Rotterdam School of Management. Uh, Bas, uh, we studied together. We uh, we did a strategic entrepreneurship degree together, and I'm really happy that I have you here um, as a fellow entrepreneur because you know we studied for it and uh, we. Uh, we made it, let's say, we made it to uh, to become entrepreneurs. Because, of course, not not all people from our masters went this uh, this pathway, right? Mm -hmm. I think very few indeed. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, so Bas is uh, an owner of uh, a web design and development agency. Uh, he creates really high-quality websites. I have seen his projects on his Instagram, and uh, on on a couple of occasions uh, uh, he advised me when it comes to uh, web design, which I'm really uh, grateful for. Secret uh, advisor. Yeah, he he mainly serves uh, tech startups and big enterprises. Uh, probably the most. Uh, let's say uh the most prominent works of yours are for walmart and uh, michael kors right like the biggest brands uh yeah of, yeah of the project michael kors tommy hilfinger and walmart indeed yeah. Mm. yeah so really big brands already like what like one and a half year after graduating from rsm and starting his uh his own uh, web design business. He's already uh, playing with the big boys. Let's say. <laughs> okay. Uh, so uh, let's let's kick off with our questions. So maybe Zane, would you like to ask first question to our guest? Sure. Uh, we always ask uh, our guest this question, and we also started our very first episode with this question you know where i remember when we first started we always asked this it's all about like why so um bass why start a business why can't you just work <laughs> mm -hmm. why why start a business yeah good question well first of all thanks for having me on the show of course um like why start a business like to be honest i sort of rolled into it so i never set out to start my own business uh, for me, it all started at university, like the previous one in Eindhoven. And there I sort of picked up web design and sort of web development as a hobby. And I just started making stuff. So I just started designing websites, flyers, uh, posters. And after a while, I thought it would, would be cool to sort of post them to Facebook groups, to Instagram, to sort of get likes. Um, and from there on, I got my first client. So. My first client was like a friend of mine. I did some some websites for him. And from there on, I sort of got more clients. So that's sort of how I got into, let's say, business and entrepreneurship. And yeah, I guess why not a job? Um, I just prefer sort of the, per the, the freedom, of course. 
And also the fact that you can just do sort of whatever you want on your own schedule. I did take a job for like a little while. Um, it was a pretty cool job, but I mean, yeah, it got a bit boring after a while. So I prefer how it's, how I do it right now. And that's sort of uh, running my own business. Mm. I just want to show people very quickly. I know you showed us a few examples. So these are the websites you created, is it? Yeah, this is an example of one. So for in this case, I did not design it. So mm -hmm. um, we both do design and development, but sometimes we also partner up with agencies that do the design and then they hire us for the development. So in this case, the design was, yeah, the website was designed by a different agency and we just did like the development. I see. And the infamous Michael Kors one is this. Same, also designed by a different designer. Mm. Um, I don't know what else you have there. I think the, the one for Walmart, if you have it up there, that's one that we sort of designed. Yeah, the one for uh, for Walmart is uh, taking a bit of a time to load. Um, mm -hmm. It's pretty, it's pretty heavy. Yeah, yeah it's, it's rendering. It keeps rendering Yeah, this bit. It's good, you know, yeah. the, the websites that you, you created, like me being somebody who do user experience, I find it very fascinating to see when people design websites, what goes through their heads, how do they design it, et cetera. It's really good. So nice mm -hmm. to look at your website site. Just so nice. Thanks. Cool. Okay. So a question from me, uh, because I remember that uh, when we uh, when we still uh, studied at RSM, uh, I don't remember that you were that much into web design, but I remember that you were amazing, uh, like. Uh, industrial designer over, overall. I remember you designed some stuff for, for projects that we had at the university. Mm -hmm. And I remember that every time you showcased it, it was like amazing. Uh, and everyone was, was doing this wow sound, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, I'm wondering what made you, uh, let's say, switch from, from, from more like product design to to web design uh, what 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 did you find sexy in web design uh like to be honest there there's nothing sexy about it um just the fact that it sort of got me money and that clients reached out to me instead of me having to sort of market my own stuff that's like the only reason so just just a follow on that one right so you say clients reach out to you and I know that mm -hmm. for a lot of people who are just starting new businesses, et cetera, we are trying to reach out to clients. How yeah. did you do it the other way around and get clients to reach out to you? What did you, what do you think you do differently that makes, that enables that? Mm -hmm. So first of all, your work has to be like really good, really high quality. And mm -hmm. the way I started is just by sharing my work on online platforms. So first client I got from Instagram, sort of personal friends. But also a lot of other clients that I don't know, they reach out to me via Instagram or via like designer, yeah, design platforms like Dribbble, Behance. And then the last thing where I got a lot of clients mm. from is in, in like Facebook groups and forums. So 
there's probably like a Facebook group in your niche. And I would suggest you would join that sort of start reading the messages, perhaps write some of your own messages. Mm. And once in a while, there's like an opportunity that comes by which you can react on. Mm. Wow. Okay. I have a feeling that we are going to go really, really off script on, uh, on this one, because you just yeah. dropped some like, really nice strategy and goal in there. Yeah. So, yeah. so, okay. My, by the, 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 the thing that is, you know, like, uh, I'm very curious about how did you, how did you land Walmart, Michael Kors and mm. Tommy Hilfiger? Because I'm wondering what's the, let's say selection process behind this this big mm -hmm. brands big boys so basically those were just through referrals uh so again mm -hmm. there's another agency that i work with and sometimes they hire me and sometimes they refer stuff so that agency itself works with really high-end clients and that's how i got them so it's not like okay. I'm not yet on the radar of like those super big brands myself, but those just happen through referrals. Okay, but but um, you know what what I see here, uh, it's it's not only about you know you providing great quality, but also you being how I would how how I view it, you are a great networker. I mean, in terms of you know you you really clicked when it comes to you know uh, creating a network that delivers that gives you word of mouth marketing and gives you clients, right? Yeah, exactly. But that also comes down to doing really great work and sort of being nice to the people that you work with constantly like over delivering. Yeah. So it's not like I'm a extrovert and um, I'm super good at like networking on a personal level, but I think it's more mm -hmm. because of like the work and service that I provide. Mm. Mm. I'm sorry. I have to, I really have to go off script because I'm just, it just triggers <laughs> so much curiosity inside me. And I think, you know, people will, uh, I'm going to be a bit selfish, but I'm sure people can benefit as well. So. What I keep hearing you say, Bas, is a great thing is like we ask you, how did you land your clients, et cetera. And you always say you have to produce great work. And for me, only people who are very confident in their work would say something like that. Most people, when they're just starting, they would just say, oh, but how can I compete with X? How can I, um, you know, there's someone else who's doing this already. They've been, they're more experienced. They've been doing this for a long time. Why would anyone mm -hmm. come to me? Blah, blah, blah. But you are very confident in saying that you have to produce great work. And when we ask you, how did you land clients? You're like, oh, I post things on my Instagram and you're my, I know my work is great. Where did that confidence come from? How, what makes you confident in your work to make you say that I know my work is great and this is the quality of work that I yeah. produce? I mean, there, there's always room for improvement for sure. And mm -hmm. I'm also not like at the top, but I, I sort of put in the hours to learn the skills. I watched a lot of courses, YouTube videos, and also from seeing, like comparing your work to other people, you can sort of start to see which work is better or yeah, is more high quality. So you, you base it on your own learnings and observing how other people do their work. And then you mm -hmm. just put in your own insights and to make it better, basically. Yeah, exactly. So also when I, when I sort of 
uh, improve my craft, so to say, mm. design-wise. I sort of always looked at the high-end stuff on like Dribble. That's like a, sort of a showcase for designers, mm. like the really high-end stuff. And yeah, you just know like once you sort of get or are matching that level, then you know you're sort of getting great at it. Wow. Okay. That is uh, that 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 is that is good. You know, I'm I'm just curious because yeah. I'm sure there are lots of people who are like, oh, I know to produce great work, but what does great work actually actually mean? You know. So yeah, insightful, yeah. insightful. Dan, you have any questions? Okay. So yes. So so uh, you know because because we are really um, discussing about this amazing stuff and 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 we are talking about the, let's say the bright side of of what's happening in in your business but maybe some some insights about uh, let's say dark side so so mm. what are the challenges that you're facing what uh, what uh, you know what doesn't let you sleep at night um yeah, to be honest, not not that much. I don't have a lot of obligations, um, so there's not that much that keeps me up at night. To be honest, sometimes there are some problems that are or projects that are a little bit more troublesome. For example, um, like a difficult client, um, but there's there's not really anything that sort of keeps me up at night. Perhaps like the workload mm -hmm. in some months, but yeah. Yeah, because um, because I believe that it's it's more or less the same uh, with uh, with you as as it is with me that we have really really low fixed costs. So when it comes to let's say uh, I don't know if it happens to us that we have really bad month, we don't have many many obligations to like cover mm -hmm. right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, but so, it's probably so, like so, it's probably like two hundred so euros, how, how, or like three hundred euros in software, and and that's it basically. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Mm. So, oh, uh, by the way, good to mention uh, that uh, Bass is an official partner of Webflow, which is one of the major platforms for creating websites. And uh, you know, if he, if you message him, maybe he can get you some. I will, <laughs> yeah, <sure. laughs> I will message you, Bas. I will message you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, so how? Because you also employ people, right? How I understand it, you you work in a team. Well, that that's something I sort of started doing recently um, because there's yeah just too much to demand for websites to sort of take that on my own. So I started hiring some other freelancers, indeed, to um, sort of help with some projects. Okay, so so they are not like on any, let's say, fixed terms with you. They are just like, okay, there is a project, you come on board, we work together, and then in case mm -hmm. I don't need you anymore, you go, right? Exactly, yeah. So, so how do you, because, you know, um, I work with graphic designers for, for social media stuff. Uh, right now I have one graphic designer that I'm working for, for over half a year now. Uh, relatively happy uh, with, with our, um, uh, our working together. But I wonder how do you 
you know, because they technically, you know, they come as, let's say, uh, yes, yeah, so they come as freelancers on your project. So how do you, let's say, balance between, you know, uh, them, you know, obeying your, let's say, lead leadership in, on a project, and then, uh, and then their, let's say, ego. Because I know that some freelancers, when they, they when you start managing them a bit, mm -hmm. the, the ego wakes up and is trying to fight it. So how do you, uh, so how do you manage uh, the projects in terms of, of people? Yeah, I mean, like so far, the freelancers that I've worked with are all really eager to sort of learn. So that definitely helps. And I'm also very open to learn from them. So if they're doing something different, perhaps using a different system to build websites, I'm also very eager to learn from that. Um, in terms of management, yeah, I'm quite loose in that regards. And if something is not really up to my standards or the way that I would do it, I sort of typically try to get on a call with them and sort of explain them how I do it or like train them to sort of get to that same level. And might take, like in my experience, it might take like a couple of calls to um, get them where they need to be, but it, yeah, it, it sort of works. It's better than just trying to correct them all the time and uh, being uh, super negative or like strict about it. No, no, like, like I fully agree. It's, it's just the problem that, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, I had, let's say, uh, two experiences with, uh, with social media managers, uh, who worked mm -hmm. for me. So one, one of them, she, uh, so both of them were not so comfortable with getting loads of, uh, ownership and independence in their work. And that's what I wanted, you know. I give you your work, mm -hmm. you do your work. I don't want to micromanage you. I don't want to supervise you because I don't have time for that. I'm employing you so that I have more time for something else. So, you know, I had one person who was really fine with 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 taking ownership, with with being independent. And then I had another person who when I when I gave her a bit more ownership, a bit more responsibility, independence, she was like, "Oh, I cannot really handle it," and she quit. You know, so yeah. uh, you know, so, so to some extent, it really uh, you know uh, holds me at, at the moment from from uh, from hiring someone to help me because. Uh, I'm really afraid of a situation when I will be, you know, trying to, uh, you know, educate someone, let's say, train someone first, because mm -hmm. you need to train someone for uh, at least for one week, two weeks, so that they can start start working with you. And then it turns out that they are not the right person, you know. So um, so that's 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 one of my problems. But but, yeah. but I would like to go back to to the to the bright side of your business but before that i will ask last question when it comes to the dark side of your business so can you think of uh can you think of the worst day week month period of of your um 
of your entrepreneurial journey and and if something like that happened to you how did you handle it how did you you know turn the situation around so that it became so that your situation became great again yeah yeah this this might sound like a like a luxury problem but it's actually like taking on too much too much work and then just having to work from uh 8 a.m to like 12 p.m or something or 12 a.m and yeah there is one solution and that's just through to work through it so okay he's just like this is just action oriented right let's just not not complain about it let's just go through it and just get it done yeah and, and like learn from it and and like learn from it how to better plan projects and also sort of know your limits of how many projects you can take on at the same time mm. Mm. i also follow up question on that one um so you know uh when we were preparing for this i know that you mentioned something around your goal is to stretch to um 100k euros mm -hmm. a month right massive goal and it's very very impressive um goal that you set yourself which is like very good to see uh, but one thing you also mentioned is that you your way of trying to get there is to find mentors and learn from someone who has walked that path before and i love that idea because mm. i have a similar sort of way of thinking which is i go if i want to do something i will just spend money to learn from someone who can accelerate that process more, rather than me trying to work it out. So for example, investing is one of those things that I learn about how to do it. And then people say, oh, why do you spend so much money learning all these things? I'm like, because these people have done it and they can show me how to get there quickly. Um, yeah. But most people don't get it. They just see that you have to spend money on things that you can learn on YouTube, on books or whatever. But when I see the answer of yours, I'm like, I wonder what your thinking process is like why would you pick learning from a mentor or someone who has walked that walk before as a strategy to help you to scale to your next goal? Yeah, like I, I typically I also am sort of the, the sort of type of person that just says um, I can pick it up from free on the internet or from a course, but I've just realized that it doesn't work for me. Mm. It's not because the courses are bad or not great. Mm. It's more like... Um, yeah, how do you call it? I, I need someone to sort of set some goals for me so I can uh, mm. actually deliver on that. I lost the words for how it's called. Um, it's not your learning style, basically. Accountability. You need accountability. Accountability, exactly. Yeah, that's mm. the that's right. the right word. And I sort yeah. of have the feeling, which I mean, I'm going to find it out, but I have the feeling that if I pay someone for like one-on-one -on -one coaching, um, there's a lot more accountability from my side and I will actually follow through on what they're telling me to do. Because mm. you've now got someone who is on your back saying, hmm, you said that you're going to do this. Why aren't you mm -hmm. doing it? And then exactly. you're like, yeah. uh, I yeah. don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I love that answer. I love that answer. Okay, yeah. so let's go back to the, to the bright side. Uh, tell us about your happiest most exciting moment of your entrepreneurial journey so far? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, um, first one was definitely at the point where I sort of realized that um, 
by doing something I loved, I sort of made a decent amount of money. So I always had the feeling that that going to school was sort of some some it gave me time to sort of work out work on my skills and actually like make money of it sort of uh, like that another one uh, was actually like like was like getting or like realizing that um or not realizing like the other one was the fact that a lot of people started seeing your work like for walmart and michael course i mean those sites have been viewed by over two million people so that's really cool and like a highlight and then like the third one was like buying my dream car that i always wanted with uh the money that i earned myself it was really cool wow yeah so 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 i know that you didn't uh, you didn't mention the the dream car uh thing in 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 your answers uh, to to our questions so i really wanted to ask you about it but you came mm -hmm. more uh with it as uh, because of course i didn't tell zen so maybe yeah and and also our our viewers, so maybe uh, yeah, uh, share with us what was the what's your dream car that you bought for yourself? Yeah, well, my dream car was always like a Nissan GTR. Um, oh. I think I built it as like a model car when I was fifteen or something. And then wow. at my previous job, they sort of gave me uh, like a free ride in one. It was super cool. So that's just been my dream car. And um, like two months ago, I saw like a really nice one in Belgium. So drove to the dealer and sort of just bought it within a couple of days. But okay, but did you did you did you do it with like a bank transfer or did you play like big big ballers style? Like you came with the suitcase full of cash and just here no, take it. No, just just, <laughs> just the bank transfer. Okay, uh, okay, but but uh, so 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 uh, small funny digression about that because you said that when you were 15, you assembled the model of GTR, right? Mm -hmm. And now you bought GTR and you are 25, 26 right now, 24, almost 25. Yeah, oh, almost okay, 25. Yeah. Okay, so let's assume 10 years later. So last weekend, I assembled this McLaren Senna. Yeah. So, so in in uh, in 2031, expect me to buy my McLaren Senna. <laughs> cool. I'll I'll come visit you. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, let's let's move on. Uh, Zen, would you like uh, would you like to ask a question or should I? Go, should, go should I shoot? <laughs> I'm still I'm still okay. amazed that she's like, oh, I'm only 24. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> really but it's very good. It's very inspiring to see. Okay, so actually, this one is one of my favorite uh, questions that, that we ask to our guests. So what is the most valuable lesson that you have learned in business that was also applicable in your personal life? Something that, let's say, changed your person. So something you have learned in business that changed or yeah, changed or, or even, you know, revolutionized your, uh, your personal life in some way mm -hmm. yeah there's nothing that revolutionized my my personal life but what i'm starting to notice more and more um also in other people is that a lot of people just don't stick with what they're doing so they start something and then after maybe a week or after 
um, they face some troubles, they just stop with it. And that's something I've, I've, I've noticed for myself in my business. Like really, if you, if you keep on grinding, if you keep on doing what you're doing, like every day in and out, then it will show results. Um, so that, that's sort of my biggest lesson that I've learned and that I've also, yeah, sort of taking, taking into account in my personal life. That's so cool. Okay. Yeah. So, so that, that's, that's actually one of the things that I had problem with in the past, like massive problem. Like I, I couldn't really commit to anything, mm -hmm. but, um, I didn't really resolve this problem. Uh, I didn't really learn how to deal with it through business. I have learned, uh, I have learned the same thing through sport. So yeah. when I started doing sport, like a lot then and then i i i developed this 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 sort of discipline to show up every day mm -hmm. like because i need to mm -hmm. yeah that's like typically with with like uh people that go to the gym they have a lot more discipline than i would say like normal people and then uh that also shows when they start to do like business activities mm okay do, do you do any sports by the way because like me and zane we are like big sports fanatics so just you know no, one no of those not really personal... to be honest no okay no okay still discipline, uh right? yeah still discipline you don't need so so you know they say that the the except the the ex the the exception confirms the rule or something like that uh, okay so the last one for today unless zane will have any any follow-up questions? So one piece of advice from yourself to future entrepreneurs, early entrepreneurs, people who hasn't started their business yet, but are still thinking about it. And, uh, or maybe people who are, you know, just started and they feel like failing. So, so something to, to rise their spirits. Uh-huh um yeah good question I, I would sort of suggest if you're just starting out or still need to start out is just pick an area that you really like working um because it will everything will come a lot easier so yeah whether that's like web design or maybe something else um i would suggest doing that mm. and also try to look at the people ahead of you so um, if you're just starting out, try to look at the people, try to look at the people that are making a thousand dollars a month, for example, and check what they're doing. And then when you're at a thousand, look at the people that are doing five or 10. And when you're at 10, look at the people who are doing 100. Mm -hmm. And you'll probably see that with each jump in like revenue, they have like sort of different skills or you need to, you need to learn different skills and character traits and then yeah just learn them uh follow their steps and sort of level up in that in that way mm. wow oh, that's that's really good example and 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 i agree with that because you know i have also learned that 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 i should you know uh i i think we spoke about it a few times uh, zane uh, on our show that that you should, uh, you know, very often some 
internet gurus, like entrepreneurial gurus, say that if you want to be a billionaire, look on look look it up to to billionaires. But but first you need to look it up at now look it up to millionaires even earlier thousand years. Thousand years. <laughs> no, I mean yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah you, you know what I mean. So, 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 yeah, uh, level by level, not like you are not you. You cannot really shoot for the moon from from the very mm -hmm. start. Uh, okay, so, so, uh, Bas, thank you very much for uh, for participating in uh, in tonight's episode. Uh, so, uh, here is the Instagram profile of Bas. Really cool stuff. I really love all the projects that Bas is doing because it's it's so modern, it's so trendy, uh, really high quality stuff. Uh, but now let's let's read uh, Zane's DMs because I I can see that he has <laughs> unread DMs. <laughs> yeah. I, uh... Uh, okay. Probably probably some girls messaging Zane as always. No. Uh, I have okay. no time for girls. <laughs> <laughs> okay okay uh before we finish uh me and zane we we have a small announcement um would you would you like to say that or should i say that uh you can go for it go for it okay so so this episode is episode number 40 of of the newborn hustlers show it's been amazing 40 weeks we have been doing it every week for 40 weeks that's just wow like uh it's it shows some great uh, commitment from our side but at the same time we we feel that we need some let's say refreshment time so that's why we are taking a break from from broadcasting every week uh the the it's for sure that there will be no more shows in December and we will be back in January. But when it comes to the exact date of our comeback, uh, we will confirm it on our Instagram. In the meantime, it's good to follow us on Instagram because uh, with me and Zane, we will have more time. So we will commit to creating more content on our Instagram. So we will be still delivering delivering uh, educational value to you, but through Instagram instead of weekly broadcasts. Uh, and probably we will come with, uh, we will come back with some fresh ideas. So stay tuned by following us on Instagram, and don't forget to follow us on Instagram. <laughs> there, yeah, exactly. I think yeah, that's it's just it. because yes. it's uh it's december it's we 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 need to spend time with our family as well so we'll take some time to refresh ideas but we will do a comeback we will return and we will do something different more fun more information more educational and we want to walk the walk as well so when we say we do certain things we want to show that we are doing it you know the consistency the perseverance like uh like Buster said so we want to show it um cool that's it i think that's it that's that's it for tonight see yeah. you in 2022 yeah exactly thank you and Bas. see you on instagram see you on instagram cool. ah. and see you in yeah. 2020 thanks 2022. for having me and, and uh, enjoy and your time with your family yeah. <laughs> indeed thank you you enjoy your time with your family and uh, we wish you all the best 
with your business. Uh, we hope you will get to your to your goal very soon, and then as quickly as you can, you you get to your next goal. You will set a new goal for yourself, and you will get there, and there, and there, and there, and there. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Twenty twenty two. We are coming. See you. Goodbye.